Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening, everyone. And with us on the line is our Florida connection. Oh, God. Phil Chase. This is going to be bad. Oh, I, I don't know if I'm excited for this or not. I don't know Where either. Are you? Oh, boy. And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot sleep tonight. Where did you find this recording of me singing it? <laughs> I I swear to God, they get better and better. I don't know where he gets them, but my God. I don't... It's still going. Insides? It's like a question. It's like a parody of himself. It looks like they're playing a video game by the video, but I'm like, what the... Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> If oh. we had any listeners left, they're Which. already gone. I think that's why they're all leaving is because we start like this. We can end the suffering that's now. Fantastic. Thank you. fantastic. Yeah, please. That please. was a really good one. End it before I end it. <laughs> I agree. That's one of our best ones yet, I think. Oh, boy. We had the special one for the 100th oh. episode, and I think we topped it. I think we're good on that. Anyway, yeah, songs that make you want to run the race car in the garage with the doors closed. Take a bath with a toaster. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what that is. All right, so we usually start the show off with personal updates, and as we are inching ever closer to racing season, the personal updates are actually going to start showing up. So my race car finally made it into the garage. We're going to save Phil's update for last because it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert, but... I got my car in the garage. Uh, I was told by some fellow competitors that I'm very late and that I'm a procrastinator, apparently. So we'll see how we uh, turn out in the icebreaker. Um, yeah, well, good. I, he can poke the bear all he wants. I mean, I can, that's probably the dumbest thing. I thought the guy was smart, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, I'm, I was 2007 in, when there was a lot more competition, Larry. Um <laughs> I, think, uh, you know, I, mean, I pulled the car out of the garage from from not even working on it from the Oh, the World, World Series, Series the year before. That's right. We never touched that car. <laughs> and I won the pig. Yeah, we won the race. Oh, nice. So <laughs> don't give me that hey, bull crap. No, I was always. Let's, let's also not forget mm. in 2016, he got his ass waxed multiple times by a rookie. I think it was more tough love than anything else. That's it was right, more, Phil. I, it yes, was, he did. I love I love Larry so much. He's, he's it was, done so much. You know, he's the greatest. He's, he's the cleanest. You guys, greatest race car driver to next to to race against. But sometimes his mouth just does him no favors. I again, just I, shut up. I think it was. was I, I think, think it was. He tough just does love. it out of fun. I think it was tough love. I think he was just trying to motivate me to get in the garage. And I'm like, wow, you're really good at it's this. It's called a backhanded compliment, and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you're about eighty one percent more triggered than he would be. Yeah, I'm and whatever. I don't care. I don't know. I probably have eighty one percent more icebreaker wins too. So whatever. Put it put it <laughs> put it this Ooh. way. Uh, I was in the shop today rating springs. He's got so, eighty. Um, he's got seventy three percent more championships. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm, you know, I was in the garage but working. The last one was because I wasn't there, so boom. We anyway. love you, Larry. Yeah. Well, I'd love you, Larry. I wouldn't race against anybody else. Um, yeah, me neither. Yeah, we all wouldn't. So, anyway, I was out there rating Springs because I want to kick his ass now uh, for his motivation. So, <laughs> yeah. and I found both of my front springs were shot. So I said, uh, I'm not the kind of guy to rate it and say, okay, now this is what it is. No, if it loses rate, I chuck the thing in the scrap pile. Like, nope, goodbye. You're of you know, It's you're like no Tom Brady to going, listen, hey, Ray Lewis, you hit like a little bitch. Yeah, you're a girl. Yeah, you hit like a little bitch. Like a schoolgirl, like eight years old. And so now he's going to come through the middle and just jack you up. Right. And face plant you into the ground. And then step on the back of your head. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good idea. Love is in the air. No, I don't care. Honestly, we're just poking more fun at, you know, whatever we can see. Um, But no, I'm I'm working. Uh, We're also working on some uh, marketing partnerships and other stuff behind the scenes to try to get me to the track this year. Um, especially when diesel's five goddamn dollars a gallon. Um, why is that? Thanks Joe. Why is that pertinent? Oh, well I only tow up there with my diesel and people go a lot further distances than I do. Hope you enjoy what you voted for. By the way. Yeah. They don't set the gas prices, but they sure as hell influence it. So shut up. Well, they kind of do with the, something called the petrol dollar. If, if that wasn't the case, Look up number one what the petrol dollar is and how it's tied with the government, and number two, uh, no politics. The, uh, it's gas related. We use gas. gas to get to drive our race cars and drive to work and drive to the racetrack. That so. was literally the first thing he he cut. He stopped was the Keystone Pipeline first act in office and uh, shut down other ones. So that actually worked. Um, Anyway, moving on, uh, I have been working, again, the car, I don't know. Uh, we'll see if I can get some sponsor dollars rolling in, if I'll put a new body on it or not. It'll look the same, but it'll just be cleaner. Uh, if not, and they come a little late, I'm just going to say heck with it and just spray bomb it and send Sunoco it on the racetrack. is going for about $83 a, a drum. For of what? That's 100 octane. That's not the, the one we use. We use 98. We use GTX. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's close enough. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm working on it. So I got springs rating. I got uh, shocks being checked. I got all sorts of stuff being checked. Just the typical Wrong. stuff to run through. But, I mean, everything in my car was essentially brand new last year. We put, what, five races on it? I probably have less on my transmission. I mean, everything is fresh. So I'll just go through those real quick and uh, do do my routine maintenance and uh, do what I normally do. I've already I mean, gone. You were, you were all you were right there all year last year, so yeah. And I I still had no idea what to do with the setup, and I was finally starting to figure it out until I screwed something up last year, and it you know lost a whole race of development for it. But we'll get back to it. We'll we'll go to that open practice right before the uh, icebreaker, and I'll probably go next time the car wins. And... Don't change the springs. Yeah, I'll probably leave it alone this time. <laughs> I did that a lot in 2017, trying to just fine tune the thing, and it was uh, it worked out a little bit, but other than that, it kind of didn't. So I just try to learn things all the time. It just doesn't work out sometimes. So um, I just want to. I have this unhealthy obsession with just having that ex- extra edge instead of being as good. I got to be better, and I think that's a good trait for a racer. I mean, I don't know, but again, I work on it hard. And uh, everything is basically new, so it's just de-winterize and put it on the racetrack. Hopefully. 
it's never that easy, but you know, I found that out today because of bad parts. So I'm going through it. Jesse, I don't think he has any sort of updates yet. His race is another month or month and a week or so, five weeks or something. Still um, didn't order the crate motor? No. Negative. Not happening yet. But don't Phil, trust it. I, think I don't f- trust it. There's a war in, in Russia and uh, the Ukraine, so I don't trust communism right now. <laughs> Sorry about politics. <laughs> anyway. I think Phil had a much more interesting weekend than we did, especially because, you know, he's in Florida and has 80-plus degree weather. And it's actually around racing. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the week started, we were in the shop, got got my rear end apart and found out what was wrong on that. You mean uh, rear axle? Two- yeah. <laughs> Gross. Got the quick change apart. Oh, okay. Uh, just broke a tooth off. The backlash was off. From the rear end, it hadn't been gone through since 2014 when so it was originally built. So that wasn't a kind of low drag trick or whatever with those pointy teeth in the rear gear. Definitely. No, that that was uh, no. that was just wear and tear and lack of maintenance <laughs> on my part, probably. But uh, I, I heard it starting to get loud last year, and I didn't. I don't know quick changes, so everybody said, "Oh, they're they're noisy," so I just let it go. But got all the parts ordered for that. Hopefully, we'll have the car back together here in a couple of weeks and uh, ready to go for that. But this weekend, we uh, we had Paige Rogers from Indiana came down to drive one of the RFD Super Late models uh, team that I'm working for down here. Um, and we went down to Showtime Speedway, and it was pretty good weekend overall. She's she's a good little shoe. She's 18 years old. She's a fucking fireball. It's hilarious to listen to her because she's just da, 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 so quick. But she's super, super smart. And when she debriefs with Daniel, Daniel Webster, who owns RFD, he uh, it, it, just listening to them, she's, she's going to go a long way, I think. But she had good speed uh, Friday during practice. Saturday, uh, she was like fifth on the charts most of the day out of 18 cars, which is pretty decent. She was kind of, we were joking, the slowest of the fast cars. Um, So she went out there qualifying. She qualified fifth on time, inverted to, to the outside pole on the start. Uh, got kind of run up and knocked in the left front and it broke the left front shock. First corner, first turn. So it kind of screwed the whole night. Um, But after that, uh after that got interesting <laughs> we oh uh we went all we all started going back to the trailer and i went around to go start fueling up the generator and get it turned back on so we could you know get the car ready to go back in the trailer um we ended up finishing 10th it wasn't really a bad bad night but it just kind of killed the momentum we had but one of uh one of the people from her her crew that came down uh took exception to the contact on the start and went over to take a swing at the driver of the nine car who ran into her and i anybody that knows me i stay away from conflict and something just triggered because i i saw the money from 10th place flash in front of our eyes because it was a thousand bucks for 10th i mean it's still a good good payday and i jumped over <laughs> over the grill sprinted over there tackled the kid started getting swung at like i was the bad guy then his mom swung at me <laughs> it was i i got my uh i earned my rite of passage in florida this weekend you got attacked by all the floridites 
Yeah, I, I didn't get hit. <laughs> I managed to drag Zip the kid out of there and send him oh. back in the trailer. And so how many trailer him. parks do you think were after you at that point? Well, it was more like uh, industrial sheds, considering we were in Tampa. But, uh, how many roosters were there? <laughs> uh, no comment. You can't snuff the rooster. We're basically behind. Uh, this track is between a highway and a landfill with an airport next to it. So, Lots of them. Yeah, it's not a fun place. <laughs> really cool track. Probably one of my favorite tracks I've been to now. I really, really want to get my car there and run it because like, coming into one kind of flat at the apex it really picks up banking hard and the banking carries all the way down the back stretch and then into three it just in the middle of three it drops off like a cliff and it's dead flat off of four hmm. and the track isn't really shaped perfectly either it's just all over the place it's really really unique little place just looks like it's a ton of fun to drive Cool. So when's the next time you're actually going to get back behind the wheel? Um, my next race is April 23rd at Citrus County Speedway. Oh, okay. So I'll be in a car well before you do then. Yeah, that's just going to be a regular 50-lap uh, Saturday night points race for the track. Uh, we're, we're trying to run for points there this year. If all goes well after that night, I should end up probably in the top five easy because most of those guys are going to be running Auburndale the week before with Wheelman, and I believe there's a conflict date also for a regular points night at Auburndale that same night. So it's probably going to be a 10 or 15 car field, and it's probably going to be a lot of guys from like New Smyrna because New Smyrna is not running uh, at that point yet. But uh, it should be a good night. Cool. So we'll go into our second segment here, which is, Jesse, if you'd like to get that. Oh, get the music ready? Yes, please, because... I have a very extra special Darth comment of the week because I actually have multiple ones. So it was a tough call this week. There was a lot of good stuff floating around for me to pick for this award this week. But uh, I have a, a winner and an honorable mention. I had to I had to pick one because I know Jesse would get involved more heavily than Ooh. the second one. So I have, really? a, I have a winner and an honorable mention. I'm not controversial. What, what are you talking about? No, this is right up your alley. You'll oh. love this. All right. So the award goes to this supposed race fan. Their Twitter handle is at Michael with two L's, apparently. Goodwin. Might be a middle name is L. I don't know. But it says at Michael Goodwin. He... Michael, he responded because the backstory to this is that Tony Stewart is selling his Indiana home for the whopping price of $30 million. It's nearly 20,000 square feet, and it literally looks like if you walked into a Bass Pro Shops. Um, I'm not kidding. It really does. It, it looks like someone threw a Cabela's and a Bass Pro Shops together. He said that when he designed that house, he had that in mind. So it literally is that. And it's really cool. I want cool. to throw a pond in my living room. He's got that, and he's got like an eight-acre pond outside. It's huge. And like a 14-foot waterfall or something I heard, too. Two-story. Yeah, they, the said, they said two-story in a trap stream at the entry. So this guy, he comments on the Zillow Gone Wild, which I love that page. It's awesome. If you ever watch them on Instagram, it's so hilarious. Uh, uh, no. 
they are funny if you like weird real estate stuff. Um, but this Goodwin comments with this. Are you ready? <laughs> this is good. He says, I'm sorry. No one deserves a house like this when there are people that have nothing in the world. Oh, God. He's one of those people. Okay. Now, before you comment, Jesse, <laughs> yep. I have, <laughs> there. I'm going to include a rebuttal from the one and only Tommy Kendall. <laughs> Mr. Tommy Kendall. TK himself. Relevant. Tommy Relevant. Kendall. Relevancy? Why? I know he's a great uh, sports car driver. He makes this legendary. As, you should drive for Jack Roush. I will include the exchange that they have, okay? This is good. I oh. usually don't do this. I usually just have the comment and then roast somebody. But Don't do it. I could use some popcorn. Let's go. All right. TK goes on and says, everyone who makes this argument always thinks the cutoff for too much is above where they are. I get the impulse, but that argument is a slippery slope as every one of us could downgrade our lives significantly to a substance. Subsistence level. I'm sorry, I can't read. And give the rest to the poor. You go first. Now, there's one name for this person. I'm going to read his reply to TK now. You go ahead and blurt out the first thing you say as soon as I say it, okay? He replies to Tommy Kendall. Hopefully I have. I raised my stepson. Oh my God, my (laughs) wife's son. My wife's Just son. Just say it. Cuck. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't speak to me or my wife's you son like that ever again. Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, the the douche chills are already done. Oh, the producer has entered the studio. Yes, ma'am. What am I hearing? Nothing. Cuck. Not... <laughs> Not me. We're talking about the Darf comment of the week. Ah. Yeah, it's not me. There's Cuck, a, not Darf comment of the week. Yeah, we're not not that. Okay, now get on with it. Okay, on with it. So I'll reread that just so you get it better. <laughs> he it. says, hopefully I have. I raised my stepson to remember that some will have better than you and some will have it worse. I hope I instilled compassion in him. I recently quit a job of 18 years to do issues with management's morality. I'm currently a new business owner with six employees. I don't give a damn about your life story. Shut up. Tommy Kendall just roasted you. Like, seriously? <laughs> you can't come back when Kendall roasts you. You know? <laughs> you can't come back with my wife's son. No, you can't come back with that. And and then I don't even know what You're to You're not my dad. Is. Shut up. I'm a, I, you a bitch I have, in your own home. That's what you are. I have no- sorry, stepfathers <laughs> out there, but that's what you got. This guy, this guy bitches that he's too lazy to have anything in this life. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart risked his life for decades to have what he has. This guy is just like, well, you shouldn't have that because there's poor people. Fuck you. Seriously, you're an asshole. Go die in a fire. All those people that do that, uh, they'll. Are the first ones to tell you what what they think you should do, but uh, <laughs> I would like to see him leave his doors unlocked at night and allow his borders of his property to be fully open, and then have he like have property. Who are you kidding? This guy lives in an apartment at best, or whatever it is that he rents from probably his wife's dad, um, <laughs> one or the other. So yeah. Bring in, all, bring in all the people off the street and then house them in your own house. Why don't you set the way? 
No one's about leadership. It's about pointing the finger and, uh, well, it's a soft target for just cry-bullying Nazi bullcrap. Again. That's what it is. There's a saying that is as true as the day is long. It's never your successful friends who advocate for this kind of crap. It's always the losers. It's always the ones who don't have anything or don't try to get anything and think that life is just unfair. Who Are have they trying bull- to seize the ab- means of production? Who have absolutely nothing. They have bullshit and, uh, to show for their entire life, and they complain that other people have things and think that they shouldn't because they don't. The workers demand like, a right to vote. Correct. Ah, oh, not again. I had to shoot one of them there anyway. That's what's is wrong that, with this country. That's not the current Russian anthem, is it? It's the, the old one? No, that's the old one. That's the USSR one. I was right? going to say, you you, you got to be careful playing stuff like that. It's the old one. It's the USSR. That country doesn't exist anymore, so we can play it. <laughs> no. I, I do have to say, though, that now that's the third one in a, in a row that I've found. We should probably have the listeners submit some, too. I always I ask them to. I always ask them to, to submit things and questions. I agree and with send, send, you. you know, and if you're interested in sending feedback or whatever to the show, you can do that very easily. I give the details out every week, but nobody does it. Uh, you can Tell send us we it, suck. I don't care what it is. Tell send us we us, have five stars because I need... I need approval. Yes, I only live share off us of on Reddit and and Instagram and whatever all the I leave us know. a review on Yelp. You yeah. can send. Don't do that. You can Something. send us uh, emails to. You can send emails to no, uh, makinglapspodcast at gmail and you can also send us voicemails to anchor.fm slash makinglaps. Uh, you can do it from your cell phone. You don't need a computer to do it uh, if you have a smartphone. That is. Uh, do other phones exist that aren't smartphones? I think I've seen people that still have flip phones, and huh. I just don't understand. It's called a know. jitterbug. How do you text? <laughs> it's for old people to dial nine one one when they. I, I remember on. texting on those. It's like. Oh yeah, you gotta. Dude, with the with the number with the dial pad with the number, and you can do the do the predictive T nine text. I could literally text and drive, and not even look at my phone. Oh, I could do that too. It was no problem. Yeah, no problem. I had no. Absolutely no distraction whatsoever it was like, it when was, texting and driving with those phones. Literally Xennial. Uh, Cannot text and drive right now. No <laughs> way. I'll crash. It was Xennial Morse code, and we were masters of it. Absolutely. Um, so, all right. I don't, I have to get into the second one. But, yes, Michael L. Michael L. Goodwin, at Michael L. Goodwin on Twitter, if you want to tell this guy he's an idiot. Well, I think he's, if he lives by the sword... He should run with the sword and, and fall, fall upon it. <laughs> you are our Darf comment of the week, and you beat out this one, which I'm going to go into right now because it's my honorable mention. Bringing it to us this time is our old friend Jeff Gluck because people, the idiots follow him for some reason. Oh, more God. than I think more than anybody else, and it's not him it's the dumb glucks. It's the idiots following him. He writes good stuff, but the idiots following him are the ones with the biggest mouths. So he came with this uh, head, well, Twitter feed here. He wrote this. He said, Kyle Bush reaction to Bowman winning. This is a great quote. Quote from Kyle Bush. 
the same fucking guy who backs into every fucking win that he ever fucking gets, backs into another fucking win. Bullshit. I'd rather back into a win than back into a wall, Kyle. So Kyle Bush said that. Ha! But I'm going to get... Because he did. He he backed into the wall a couple times, hasn't he? Uh, Anyway. Yep. I'm going to give the honorable mention to this guy. I'm going to single him out because his was the first one that popped up, and it was a long laundry list of people. I don't know. I didn't hear the same interview that he did because (laughs) I don't don't know. I I couldn't hear. This was unaired. It was on well, I know, but I mean, I searched for it online and I saw it. But oh, I God. think it was spot. That was radio audio. I speak a different language, though. This is what I heard. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the best fake cry I've ever heard. It's not fake. My... Really? It's not fake. That's from intervention. It's that fake. guy was a drug addict, dude. It's fake. They're a no, WWE a drug addict. of real, drug reality don't have that show. Kind of thing. Nah, nah. Fair enough. That was that was good. So there were tons <laughs> of this comments floating around, and it was basically the same blanket comment. But I gave it to this guy anyway. His name is Robert Gebel, I guess G E I B E L. That's weird. Um, Robert Gayballs. Yes. At <laughs> At RCG97JR on Twitter, apparently. He says, 100% true. Alex Bowman's wins are all luck, no skill. Okay, gay balls. Okay, here we go. Let's just let's just break this down here for a moment because we actually have statistics. So we all know Kyle Bush is a whiny, sore loser, which is why I'm not a fan of him. I can't stand that shit. Suck it up like a man. Well, whenever um, he does that, he loses composure. And when you're a driver, you're supposed to be the face of the organization. You're supposed to be the face of the team. You're supposed to be in a leadership pers- uh, position. His fans and, are no better either. Sorry, Ray. Anyway, when you when you care. cry and you lose composure like that, it is a sign of weakness. In your mind, you're probably thinking, oh, man, I, they don't want to see me when I'm angry. I'll tell you what, I'm not trained in like 45 black belt deep uh, degree back black belt in jujitsu, but I'll tell you what, when I see red, I get amped and bodies fly. And no, that's not the that's case. That's not happening. The guy, no, no one's impressed. The guy couldn't knock out Joey Logano. He hurt himself. You know, no one's impressed with your bad attitude. And no one's, everyone looks at it as like, man, you know, intention, intention has a smell and it just smells like weakness. Yep. That's what it is. It's weakness. But this is probably the most shit take I've heard in a long time. Uh, and you should have, you really should have seen the endless list of people who simply just echoed the sentiment because they're all followers and weak. Uh, so tell me. card's bad, boy. Uh, so tell me. Good luck, wonderful whites of West Virginia. How does a perennial frontrunner like Alex Bowman, who won four races in 2021, by the way, back into those wins? Can't back into all of them. By Kyle Busch saying someone can simply back into wins seemingly on accident, which is a, the intention that he had of portraying, of course. Um, How many wins did Kyle Busch have last year? Uh, I'll I search. I don't remember. I th- Was it one? I believe it was just one. Okay. Well, Jesse's going to confirm that for us in a minute. But, uh, again, by Kyle Busch saying that they can simply back into wins seemingly on accident – 
He's delegitimizing his he had own two win- well, industry. He had one win and he won the clash. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clash doesn't count. No count. Again. That's a heat win. By saying I don't count my heat wins, boys. By saying that people can back into wins on NASCAR's highest level, you are delegitimizing your sport and your entire industry. He's saying that it's, no, it's po- not, it, well, I mean, no, it's he's, just being yeah, let me bitch. finish. Let me finish. He's just saying that it's possible in NASCAR Cup Series racing to get multiple wins seemingly by accident. If that's possible, then how many of his happened that way? You don't back into wins and cup, you whining doofus. Take your L and go home and regroup. Seriously, keep your damn mouth shut. Maybe Mars would still be your sponsor after this year. Yeah, that's because another thing. I know he, he probably should learn to keep his mouth shut a little bit. My heart. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> coming. Sorry, Phil. I apologize. The cry never gets old. (laughs) No, but just with this being a year, he's looking for sponsorship. He wants to cut this shit out. (laughs) I would say so. I don't think Rowdy Energy can afford to sponsor a cup team. Yeah, he's a... Rowdy Energy is poison. It's all about Jocko Fuel. It's fucking terrible. It's absolutely terrible. You've had I, some. I just can't You've drink had some of that drinks. stuff. I don't drink energy. It drinks. makes me want to throw up on the taste of it. Energy uh-uh. drinks are horrible. So do you want to? See I had some, a Red uh... Bull once. Oh, and... Okay, good. I'm sorry. I had a Red Bull once, and I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. Oh, caffeine! That was horrible. my last energy drink that I've ever drank, and I just like you might as well just take poison. caffeine pills and just shove them down your throat because that's the same shit, and that's which is, horrible for you. Which is funny because it's like, why do the young people need it? I'm old. Yeah, young people are full I, of fucking energy. I need Why the energy. They need energy I drinks? should have the energy drink. I should be drinking an energy drink, but I. Number one, it's poison, and uh, yeah, it's just awful. Yeah. So, do you <laughs> want to hear some statistics that I managed to dig up on Reddit? Get some. All right. So this was posted by somebody uh, at the address North Co- North Coast Bias, and this is pretty interesting. It says, "Which active driver backs their way into the most Cup Series wins?" A statistical analysis. I'm not going to read the whole thing here. It's on Reddit if you want to find it. At the top of the list is Martin Truex Jr. Career wins 31, and he did he quantified this by having the average percentage of laps led in races that they've won. Good. Uh, yeah, I was I was hoping you were going to explain the methodology, so that's mm-hmm. good. At least you got that. Maybe you could post a link in after the show or whatever. But whatever. maybe, but you know, whatever. only if you ask for it, DM Brent. Go on Twitter and look at. Uh, our NASCAR on Twitter or whatever, or NASCAR on Reddit. They have a Twitter page. It's posted there. Just go find it there. So anyway, at the top of the list is Martin Truex Jr. I'm sorry, he's on the show. Farton Truex Jr. Um, he's got <laughs> he's got 31 career wins. The average percentage of laps led in his wins is 41.51. That's pretty good. That means during his the races that he's won, he's averaged leading at least 41% of the laps. Down in third place is Kyle Busch. Uh, he fin- uh, he's got 59 career wins, uh, and the average percentage of laps led in the races that he's won is 35.72. So when he's won, he's led 35% of the laps on average in the races that he's won. 
Now, those guys, again, 31 wins, 59 wins. You got a large spread and a large spectrum of I mean, who cares? Data, I mean, right? part, of, part of like Daryl Waltrip and Terry Labonte's mystique was that they would always come on strong late in the race mm-hmm. and go win the race. Yeah, so it they, didn't matter. They weren't dominant up front most of the time. Well, Daryl Waltrip was in the early 80s, but I mean. Now. It was, they were really, those two guys are really known for being there at the end of the race. Now, here's the thing. So what difference does it make? I don't know what his problem is. It being here's the thing. About halfway down, almost almost oh. in, like directly in the middle halfway down, is Alex Bowman. Bowman has seven career cup wins. Four of them came last year. Uh, one came this year, so there's five for you already. And I think he won one a season, the two seasons before that. Uh, he's owned seven races, and his average... A percentage of laps led during those wins is 19.27. Now, again, those other two guys have a much longer career in Cup. They have much more wins, and they have a much wider spectrum of data to take those numbers from, right? Now, keep in mind, directly below Alex Bowman is Ryan Blaney. They both have seven wins, but Ryan Blaney's average percentage of laps led in wins is only 12.63. So, and then after that, there's a whole bunch of other names and such, but um, nobody's saying anything about Ryan Blaney, especially not Kyle Busch. So it's like, well, if Blaney had won, would he say he backed into that win or not? I think he's just disappointed that he wrecked his own car in practice and then got beat by strategy. Or his organization doesn't win the number of races that Hendrick Motorsports wins. Right. Which three races, they've won two of them. Yeah, and uh, and he's let's looking be at fair. another year of Hendrick be, being second fiddle to Hendrick Motorsports. You mean uh, Gibbs? Gibbs being second fiddle to Hendrick. You said well, Hendrick twice, but no big no, deal. I we said, all know who it was. Him but, being oh him. I'm sorry, I must I have misheard him. you. That's yeah. my wow. fault. Anyway, um, and Kyle has absolutely nothing to say about team dominance. I mean, look how long Gibbs freaking reigned in Cup and Xfinity and all sorts of other places. So shut up. Seriously, yeah. drive your car. You have the I mean, best look, job in the world. He goes down in, in cherry picks in the truck series, and well, not Xfinity series anymore, I don't think. But he was in the truck the, race this weekend, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah and he didn't so, win, did he? No. So he finally, must have been mad. I mean, <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. And a lot of people give Kyle shit, and this is where I'll defend him. A lot of people give him shit about going down and running those races. I honestly don't mind it because it gives those younger kids a really good measuring stick to know this is where I need to be no, talent-wise to run in the Cup Series. You're 100% right. They have to know what the talent level is and how much they have to step up or learn or figure yeah. it out. So, And that's why, like personally for me, I love running with the Wheelman guys because that's all former super late model guys. There's some guys that have run ARCA races and stuff. Like These are real good drivers, and I want to match myself to that. I don't want to go down and run pure stocks against 16-year-olds that have no clue what they're doing. I'll right. whoop their ass. So we got, yeah. Or you better. Yeah, exactly. Or else their mom's going to swing on you if you put them in a wall. <laughs> yeah. Again. Okay. So anyway, um, I'll give the honorable mention to RCG at RCG nine seven Junior Robert Glubel. I don't know, whatever. Who the hell cares? You're nobody. Gay boss. Uh, anyway, so I'll give it to him. By the way, um, Kyle Larson was second on this list. He has seventeen career wins and has led forty percent of the races or the laps in the races he's won. 
So that's pretty <coughs> cool. All right, so I have a fun game to play with you guys. Okay. okay. I have a, a guessing game? guessing game time. No. Okay. Do you want to play a game? Yes, I do. Uh, hopefully it involves cutting off my own limbs to escape a, a room. No, wait, maybe not that one. Uh, guessing game time. Some of uh, the best movies ever. Eh, horror, horror movies are all hokey. Uh, guessing <laughs> I have a photo in my possession of the concession prices from, I believe it was Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I want you guys to take a guess at what the price is of an item that I list on the menu and prices right rules apply. No looking at Google. No Google. Okay. I'm 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 off the keyboard. No Google. Okay. What do we got? Here's the list. All right. How much do you believe a hamburger or cheeseburger with fries was? With fries? Yes. Twelve dollars. Phil? Fifteen. Jesse wins because it was thirteen ninety nine. <laughs> That's terrible. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> You're so excited about terrible prices. All right. I just enjoy being right, but that's awful. How about a chicken sandwich with fries? This keep in mind this price also applies to the chicken tenders and fries. Eleven seventy five. Chicken sandwich or tenders with fries. Oh, Phil gets to go first this time? Yeah, he he lost, so he goes well, first. Well, I'm gonna do the prices right thing and go eleven seventy six. Dickhead. <laughs> It is fifteen ninety nine. Why is it more than cheeseburger? Hamburger and cheeseburger is the same price. You'd think you'd get charged more for that slice of cheese, but nope. Why You're is chicken can't... more? I don't know. Beef Why prices are way is... higher than chicken right Why now. Do they chicken? sell lube too? Yeah, they better give you a nice uh, makeover so you, know you can how look many pretty. <laughs> die every every day to for people around the world to eat them. It's like it's a billions. <laughs> it's not I like it's a rare myself. animal. What is that, dodo meat? I don't know. It's what some extinct hell? animal or something. Why is it that much? <laughs> don't ask me, dude. All right. Next one. Is it Russian? No, is this, it, is, this is was posted. It's a Ukrainian chicken. I shouldn't show you, but this was posted no, at you didn't show me LVMS. Anything. I haven't so, seen anything. All right. Barbecue pork sandwich. Oh, God. All right, so Phil goes first again, but Jesse, you can't do $14. the one cent thing. Okay. Barbecue pork sandwich does it come with fries? Does not say with fries. All right, well then I'm going to say like nine fifty. Uh, since Price is Right rules apply, Phil loses by one cent. Thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen ninety nine. That's dumb as. I'll get out. <laughs> not even fries. I should have gave that one to Phil because it went. Because uh, I have a question at the end that I'm also going to prove to you. Um, or give to you. I'm sorry. All right. Let's keep going. Chili cheese dog. Phil, you go first again. I should $8. just make Jesse go first. All right. So you say $8. Okay. A chili cheese dog. Yes. A chili cheese dog. Usually, that's like a 5 or $6 item around here. I'm going to say $11. Okay. Jesse wins because that was thirteen ninety nine. <laughs> It's, everything is what? double. Everything is triple. I'm not kidding. Of what it I'll should send be. you the picture. for a fucking chili cheese dog. It better be really good. You're paying for the cheese you didn't pay for on the hamburger. Okay, here. I'll give or you this one. How about for a regular hot dog? Okay, I get to go first. Jesse's going first no. this time. For a regular okay. hot dog? Yeah, Jesse keeps going first and winning. We're just going to or going I'm last gonna go and seven dollars. Okay, Phil. Seven oh one. Suck it. I get it back. 
<laughs> I, just, I really wish that you'd both gone over me, but you didn't. Because <laughs> this is eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. You're up on the stage for a hot <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's horrific. That's terrible. How much is a soda? Seven dollars. Okay, bottled soda. What's your guess? A I'll just bottle. go with how that. Much, how I big still, is the bottle of soda? Probably a twenty. Dollars. It's probably a twenty ounce. A twenty ounce bottle. Yeah. Yeah, like a regular little bottle of soda. If it's bottled, five dollars. All right, I was gonna say seven fifty. Phil wins five dollars forty nine cents for soda. All right, so how about this? Nachos, just nachos, the cheapest, shittiest thing you can get. Nine ninety nine. Jess, nachos? Yeah, not with beef or anything. Just nachos. It doesn't list anything else. One word. Twelve dollars. Five ninety nine. So that's not that's so the cheapest good. thing. What? That's almost that's the cheapest thing. That's actually a good thing. deal. That's almost the cheapest thing. That's all they that's all they sold then. Okay, well get ready for a all really right, get, bad deal. Dude, we need to get to the beer. Where's the beer at? No, no, no. You gotta do this one because we have to start the good deal with the bad deal. A pretzel. Dude. Come on, it's just a pretzel. With cheese or without? Just says pretzel, one word. Five seventy five. Bill? Nine dollars. Uh, Jesse wins because it was seven ninety nine. Oh. <laughs> Way too friggin'. They're not even that much at a Bruins game, bro. They're a buck. Well, I haven't been Swear to a Bruins to game in ten years, but that's ridiculous. Okay, so do you want to keep going with food? There's like three items. Or no, two I want to go to the beer. Sure. Get to the beer. Let's no, go. let's finish it off. Finish it off. All right, French fries. Oh, excuse me. Six dollars. Six dollars. I was gonna say about you know seven and a quarter. Phil, well, you both went over by one cent again, Phil, because it's five ninety nine. Do you not notice the trend because everything's got ninety nine cents on it? Oh, they do. Five ninety nine for French fries. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, every price ends in nine, but not always ninety nine. Everything is disappointing about this. At Candy. All. There's and you know what's funny is that they sponsored the Scene Vault podcast, which is like a short track and a, a Winston Cup history kind of thing you know well that's why they deals in with the past raise the prices up they have to sponsor these and guys man they just pork you okay so candy, candy i'll finish out the candy? food i'll finish it just says candy it's a blanket term for candy, candy? no idea candy 425 four well excuse me 4.99 <laughs> i was literally gonna say 4.29 no actually it's not bad 2.99 no oh so i win <laughs> ha all right, so you wanted to get to beer. Okay, I got three different types of alcoholic beverage here. Yeah, let's get to the beer. Let's get to premium beer. What do you expect for premium beer? One. Premium beer, premium how much? Beer? Premium's probably imported. I'm just what, guessing. What, like a... It doesn't say a size or anything. It just says... Is that premium. imported like a Sam Adams? Probably, yes. 11 no. Okay, no, so Phil's, no. Phil's guessing eleven ninety nine. No, it's got to be at least like eighteen ninety nine. Uh, Phil was close. It was thirteen ninety nine. Whoa! For a premium beer, you know what's ridiculous is that that <laughs> sounds cheap in this game. <laughs> oh no! That's the ridiculous part about it. That's what they're doing. They're conditioning us to think it's an okay price. It's like wow. <laughs> so for twenty, I can quench my thirst with a so frosty for, eight ounce beer for only twenty eight dollars. You could have a cheeseburger and fries and a beer. $28. Wait, it's not quite 28 but anyway. And people are wondering why the stands aren't full. 
Why, hey. would, why would you even what? eat there? Why? Uh, okay, so I got because they can't. They don't let you bring coolers in anymore. Mm. Yeah, so. good luck with that. I'm gonna wear like a parka with a yep. Just walk beer in with ring. a jacket with a beer beer belt on. I'm gonna look like the state puff marshmallow man with 14 belts on. You'll sell them in the stands. Just <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna have my own little underground beer selling uh, operation. Mm-hmm. Just sneaking that in there. All right. That's ridiculous. The next alcoholic beverage is hard seltzer, which is disgusting. What? So how much? Do you, yes, hard seltzer, like truly. Is that like and, White Claw. White Claw and Truly, I think, are those hard oh, seltzers um, or what? I don't know. I don't oh, know. that's that fancy stuff. That's that a fancy drink. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Right, I've never se- drank 1699. it. Sixteen ninety nine. Phil. Oh, it can't, if it's mid grade stuff, it can't be cheaper than the premium no. Or it can't be more expensive. I, I can't give you the answer. I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Say, ten forty nine. All right, hard seltzer is also thirteen ninety nine. Oh, again, now, a deal. Let's get down to domestic beer. Domestic beer. Yep, you got premium. Good and old domestic. Budweiser. Yep, that's pretty much and what it's going to be. Light. Yeah, blue or red handle. Which one you want? All right. Now you come in a sixteen ounce cup it or a twenty say, ounce cup. It doesn't say. Now what I remember is that there are certain <laughs> racetracks. I figured out that a sixteen cup, a sixteen ounce cup, was the same amount as a twenty ounce cup. A supposedly twenty ounce cup. Yeah, it was. An advertised. I know ounce it cup. was because I did the, I did the math. I said out because we can do double fisted at this. You racetrack. buy one of each. You buy one of each. And you pour the small one and the big one after you finish the big yep, one. Yep, I take the big one first because I'm a big boy, mm-hmm. and I want the big one first. And Did this establishment have a red checkered flag above it? And was it in turn one? Could be. Maybe a tiki, or what did, or maybe did it a have a tiki hut. hut? It did have a tiki hut. Okay, maybe it was and the tiki hut. you poured a 16-ounce to a 20-ouncer. It's not the only place that does this, by the way. It's no, not, everybody does this. A lot yeah, of people do. A lot it. of places do, especially like sporting events do that. Yep. And it was the same. Legitimately, 16 ounce was the same as 20 ounce. So I always bought the small because it saved like a dollar or two dollars or whatever. At the end of the night, that's an extra beer. Yeah. Okay. So what do we got for a price on the domestic beer? On tap. I'm guessing. I have no idea how they do this. It just says domestic beer and a price. I'm going to say 99 $10.49. Phil is closest without going over at eleven ninety nine. Okay, that's Je- Jesse took my number, so <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's right. I'm gonna do two more. I'll do two more. All right. Bottled water, one of the most uh, oh. nourishing products ever that I have. The right most next abundant four ninety nine on Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say six ninety nine. <laughs> All right, Phil was closest without going over. It was the same price as bottled soda at five forty nine. <laughs> the water's the same as soda. <laughs> I'm gonna skip over Powerade because it's the same price as those two. Um, okay, if you'd like to kill yourself in the hot Las Vegas heat and get yourself a Monster Energy drink, how much do you think you're gonna pay for it? Seven dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say like seven ninety nine. If, it's gonna be six ninety. If Jesse right? guessed seven ninety nine, he guessed it on the dot because it's. Oh, seven. I get a hundred dollar bonus! You owe me a hundred bucks. Go away. <laughs> seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine for a monster. If you'd like to commit suicide by caffeine in the desert. 
Jesus. All right, now for the stuff. final bonus question. Do these prices include tax? I don't know. I don't know what the state law is no, in no, no, I don't care. That's the whole point. It's a guessing game. You got a 50-50 yes. shot. Okay, so Phil says yes. I'm going to say yes, too. The hell with it. No, prices do not include tax. Yeah, but I figured it wouldn't. <laughs> so now you have to they pay. never do, but so, I just wanted to play the other so side. So now you have to pay tax on your $13 cheeseburger and fries and $13 premium and what's the tax on it? Who the hell knows? It's well, a sales tax. The tax. Why didn't you it's give us just it? on the sign. It says at the bottom, oh, prices God do not include it. tax. And I'm not looking it up because I don't care. Just expect to spend about $30 on a meal and a drink if you okay, want to Okay, so they have a tax on food. Nevada sales tax is 4.6%. Okay. Which is less than Connecticut's because Connecticut's so, is 6.25. If you get a cheeseburger and fries. Wait, plus where a did you find beer, that? I don't know, but I thought I Googled, it was a fun guessing I Googled game. Nevada sales tax. I just did Las Vegas sales tax. Oh, yeah? Because technically prob- well, the track is still within Las Vegas. Is isn't it? it? Yeah, it's check really, that, yes. really close. Las Vegas, Nevada is 8.38. But it, is it in the Las Vegas city limits or is it in uh, outside? But usually racetracks are never in the city they're at. It's like... Charlotte is always in Concord. Yeah, Charlotte's you know? not so in it's Charlotte. Not exactly in Charlotte. So right, but Las Vegas Speedway is just northeast of Las Vegas. So I gotta see now, looking at it, if that's the city limits, because that'd be eight point three eight percent. It'd be insane. Well, it says Time. Las Vegas Motor Speedway is Las Vegas Boulevard. Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, Nevada. So okay, I'm so. guessing that your sales tax of eight point God help us all percent. Oh, three, oh, eight. damn. Okay, uh, and that's the it's grand, advertised it's as the minimum combined sales tax. By the way, if you had so, it so, more. so I would say Phil's right on that. If you got a meal, oh my God. okay. If you got a cheeseburger and fries, let's just do that. And you got a premium beer or a hard seltzer or something. You would be paying, drumroll please, that's good enough, $30.32 oh for me. Oh, my aching God. <laughs> plus hotel fees, plus parking, plus $4.45 gas, plus tax of 8 point something, God help us all tax. We're no! Good. We're good. We're just very angry about money. We're angry because they're stealing our money. Taxation is theft. Who is? Nobody, but we're good. Thank what you. do I do, Lord? They are. Destroy the child. I thought that would be fun to, to mention. This is their plan, people. These are <laughs> demons. So that was a fun game. I thought that would be fun to do, just to shock you. So what's the best God, no wonder why there's nobody in the stands. You have so much stuff to pay for. Hotel prices believe... have got to be in the roof during that. Dime oh, yeah. They, ra- they, they raise them so high for hotels. They, no wonder why no one goes to the event, yeah, they've always come. That's that's renowned in NASCAR. If it ain't blacked out, I'm watching that garbage on TV. Right. No freaking way. I forget who it was, but it was either Matt Weaver or maybe Jeff Gluck, someone. One of them uh, guys, post- yeah. Yeah, posted a, a bunch of concession prices from tracks they've been to. And it's in a pinned post. I'm trying to find it right now. Hmm. All right. So while Phil tracks that down, what's the best 
concessions that you've ever seen at a racetrack. Brett was going to agree with me a hundred and oh, I will two hundred and twenty percent. You already know where I'm going. Oh yeah, it's Lebanon because Valley it's Lebanon in Valley and <laughs> in New York, and yep. that is the best, the best food, the best price, by far and away, of any racetrack that I've ever been to, and we've been to a lot of them. Yeah, um, I don't know, Phil. Have you ever been to Lebanon Valley? No, I have not. Well, yet. get your ass up here and come to a World of Outlaws show. What was it like? Two bucks for a, a hot dog. It's three like bucks two bucks for, a, for a, a, a hot dog. Two bucks, uh, three bucks for a cheeseburger. Two fifty for a beer. Yeah, maybe two two fifty for a beer. And they give you a can. You I just know it's hand probably not the same give now, you two. but oh, I guarantee you, it's largely similar to what it used to be. But I mean, they're always reasonable. This was only a couple years ago. Like, uh, it was one of those tracks where I wouldn't even bother sneaking in beers. I wouldn't sneak in food. No, you just I would actually a... want to go to the concession stand and pay for the pizza and the and the cheeseburgers and 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 whatever. You got to the only way to go you to could no... feed a family there no problem on junk food at racetrack food. We got in and got and a meal and enjoy beers. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, we got in and got a meal and beers for 20 bucks. It was brilliant. And I'm fine with it. And 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 everybody was a and even though the beer was cheap Everybody was an adult in the stands. There was no drunk jerk-offs or nothing. Everybody was cool. Everybody enjoyed the show. And it, the stands were full. I just got the tweet from Phil about concession Packed. prices. Yeah, th- there's one in there. There's 417 Speedway uh, from down here also that uh, is pretty similar to what you were saying about Lebanon Valley. Yeah, here it is. I mean, you're looking at a hamburger, it's three bucks. Cheeseburger, four bucks. Okay, that's still lower than anywhere else around here. Coffee's two and bucks. It's, it's really good food, too. Water's two bucks. Soda's yeah. three bucks. I don't see a beer because it's probably the uh, concessions in the pits. But I'm, I'm 270 pounds. I'm not no, that, that's... really that picky. Hmm. I'll get so some. that's actually the concessions in the stands. They don't have a beer yeah. license. You bring oh, your own okay. beer there. Oh, well, that makes um, sense now. Yeah, they don't care about that. But in addition to this concession, they also have a barbecue food truck and just a regular, like, regular American food food truck as well Yeah, that they bring to the track. And, and it sits just outside the pit gate area to where you can, fans Oops. or pit guys can go out and get the food. I like the food truck idea. I really do. I, I like, especially like what the Water for Speedball does with the food trucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe there could yeah, be a few more. Yeah, they just need some them. more there. If they could get some more, that's a but... fantastic idea because you can you can rotate that in and out too through the year, depending yeah. on like time of year, seasonal foods, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The speedball really is. The food trucks there are actually really good. They are tasty. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, they yeah. could that, use the burgers they put all. out of that one. The steamed burgers they put out of one over there in the corner is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so. Um, yeah, I got prices from all these other different racetracks. Obviously, not going to go through them, but they're so much better. I mean, I'm looking at uh, Goodyear All American Speedway. They got like Bud Lights or three bucks. It's like that track yeah. is pretty badass too. If you have never heard of that, go look it up. That is a really cool track. Like a loaded hot dog with whatever you want on it, it's five bucks. Same thing with a cheeseburger. Yep. It's like, dude, this is. You cannot tell me they can justify those prices, especially at a big track, like. It's a great way to just drive people away. It's like, I don't want to go back. Look how much money we spent on trying to eat. Yeah. That's a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Why Yeah. Why you put a negative on something like that? Like, I've done that plenty of times. It's like, no, I don't want to go to that stadium. I'm not paying to, to eat there because I'm going to no. be there all night and I'm not going to eat. No, thanks. Yeah. 
Why would kinda, I? Kind of goes back to the whole thing, like Terry Ames tried a number of years ago. They knocked down the the front gate prices and got a whole bunch of people in there. Well, in my opinion, with the high concession prices, you're also keeping people away. Yeah, that's exactly because what we're saying. If you, but yeah, but if you can't bring your own food, if they would drop those prices, they'd probably get a lot more people. Yeah, I mean. Again, we're and not even we're not local economic. short tracks too. We're not economists or nothing, but I mean, a lot of the we go to a lot of racetracks, and the successful ones have cheap gate and cheap food. So, what do you want? Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just we're calling it like we're seeing it. This is a ball and strike call here. So, what do you want from us? All right, so I think we'll move on from that, but that was good. We should do that more often. That was fun. Yeah, more games. That was informative. More fun and Did games. you actually keep score? Because I want to know if I beat Justin. No, oh, Jesse uh, killed you. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what the score was. I, I, I just thought it was fun to... I came to... on strong at the end. I think Phil got like three or four of them, but Jesse got all the rest of them except one, I think. So, anyway. Well, I thought I thought it was just fun to see how how awful... Things really are. <laughs> it's yep. just like how bad it really is. And those prices are going to only keep going up. They're going to use the fuel prices, excuses, and all that. Yeah, no matter what you do, it's, everything's going to have an excuse. It, mm-hmm. it, there's just no win in that until something really, really changes. So I got. I was going to mention something about, I don't know, IndyCar having supply chain issues with their new engine that got pushed back to 2024, but nobody gives a shit. Um, well, I do give a shit. Well, I know, but they're just—it's—they're changing an engine. Okay, cool. I guess they're gonna have a new hybrid thing, but it's pushed back two years now, so we'll see it in two years. Whatever. Um, can't be any but, different than what F one's already been doing for a decade plus. So, um, yeah. so shouldn't have to be that way, but whatever. Yeah, I know. I don't believe in the whole shortage thing either, but um, I do believe in it. No, I just don't believe that it should have ever happened. That's what I should have said. Um, Tony Stewart. Fun. Haley Deegan, Matt Kenseth, and Ryan and Dave Blaney have also been added to the list of SRX drivers. Oh, you know who I was else looking, has been added? I was looking for more, but I forgot who else. Because uh, Dale Blaney. Dale or Dave? Because I saw Dave on there. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I saw just Dave on there. <laughs> Dave and uh, uh, there's two. Ryan. There's a couple of Blaney's on there now. Yeah, I know. There's Dave and Ryan, Ryan? like I said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, they're having a, a showdown. Hmm. Yeah. All right. They've so, been um, too. yep. Uh, and let's see here. I don't think, uh, I know that they're going to announce more, but, you know, this is pretty early. They're going in. Uh, yeah. No, there will be drivers uh, for, Ryan for Blaney. Races, Ryan Blaney mm-hmm. will be in the 12 and Dave in the number 10 mm-hmm. at the SRX season finale. Right. At Sharon Speedway. Right. You said Dale, but I said Ryan and Dave already. So, I didn't say Dale. I thought you said Dale. You did say Dale. Okay, did I, I wasn't Dale? wrong. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I said. <laughs> I said right. Daryl. Yeah, yeah, Daryl Blaney. Daryl Blaney. Excuse me. <laughs> Hi, my name is Daryl. This is my brother Daryl. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, but, so yeah. might as well move. Sharon. Might Sharon. <laughs> might as well move it into uh, some actual racing, and this one's not going to be great from me because. Uh, Cringe. Trucks at Vegas. Uh, Chandler Smith won after a late late race restart. I guess Spencer Boyd. The what happened was Spencer Boyd wrecked hard and dislocated his arm really? with two laps to go. And NASCAR didn't throw the caution even with his truck stopped on the bottom of the backstretch. 
and other trucks racing by and some kind of wrecking at full speed. Um, so that was one thing we could probably discuss because I saw an I IndyCar. I did not see that. I didn't see it either because I fell asleep uh, because they started the race at 9 p.m. Eastern. They have a whole lot of thought process that goes into getting West Coast audiences in on times. But when they run out in the West Coast, they don't give a shit about East Coast audiences. Who wants to watch a truck race at 11 o'clock at night, especially when you got to work on the next day like I do? Uh, so that's kind of more my beef. And but, me. Yes, and Jesse does. So I had to catch it afterwards. Luckily, I record them all with my uh, streaming service. But um, So that's, yeah, I mean, how are you going to leave a guy on the back stretch? Not only that, but wrecked and hurt. He might be unbuckling like Dale Jarrett, you know, and cars coming it's, at him. It's the same thing they had a problem with last year at Kansas where that tire went out of pit lane and sat in the infield, and NASCAR waited for all the pit stops to cycle through so that they wouldn't, so that they could make sure that everybody got through their cycle of pit stops. So the outcome of the race would be as predicted. Okay. Right. They had the same problem at the cup race too, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, where Eric Jones wrecked down the entire front stretch. <laughs> yeah. Lost his brakes, had no control of the car and Bubba Wallace had to take evasive action or and, kill him or yeah. Or T-bone him into the door at a hundred something miles an hour, which he had good reflexes and, Ended up destroying his race car, which is uh, it's kind of a waste, really. In, in fairness to that one, though, Eric Jones just kind of randomly swerved right at the last minute. His right front was also on the broken apron. off. Well, I mean, no, I know, and he had no steering, but they didn't know that. I mean, when you hit stand. the wall that hard and your sparks are flying from the race car, you need to throw the yellow. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, you do. That thing Not was, always. That debris. thing was easily out of control. Debris, oil, debris. You're done. Third caution. Yeah. Tap leak it in on this. But, but talk, over the talk, no, talk over to the him, number, please. Past number of years, no. everybody will bitch when they don't throw a ca- when they do throw a caution for that when the guy's down on the apron. So that's probably what NASCAR's sitting there thinking. Not when oh, the guy's wrecked. I'm he's sorry, down Dylan. in the butt. Yes, when the guy's wrecked. Guy, it's happened multiple times where the guy will wreck, bounce off the wall. There doesn't look like there's any debris. Gets way down off to the apron, and then all of a sudden they throw a caution, and they, mean, they don't should. ever send a truck out. Here's well, the thing. they should throw the caution. They should send a truck out, and all they those other people that complain what they should be. are DARFs. So here's, and they should just do it consistently, like you said. What I'm just saying, though, is from NASCAR's eyes, they probably looked at it and saw, oh, he's down towards the apron, didn't realize he was as broke as he was because nobody's had that particular issue and kept going yet. Everybody just stops. Well, you could also see the right front broken off of it very clearly. I'm like, this is going to get bad because I can see the right front just bouncing there, and there's like no way you can tell what it's doing. It's like you should but probably it, there's slow no consistency down. with they with what they do anyway. I mean, it, it was at the end of the race, and Kyle Busch, the hometown guy, was in the lead, and I think that's what they had to think about. They're they're thinking about how this race was going to end more than whether or not they should throw the caution. They need to stop doing that and legitimize themselves. Because I agree. Right now, it's not legitimate. All right, so anyway, truck race we're talking about. Truck race. 
Uh, so Zane Smith finished second, but was DQ'd for, I don't know, some mystery lug nut infraction. They said that his lug nuts did not meet specifications. And I'm like, okay, can you elaborate a little bit? What are these specifications that you mentioned? I have no idea what they were. Were they aluminum? Were they trimmed? Were they lightened? Were they, you know, yeah, were they titanium? titanium? What, what I, was it? I think they were cut in half so that they could spin on faster. Oh, you mean like sectioned and obviously not lengthways because then they won't go on. Uh, that was the word on <laughs> that was the word on the internet sphere. Was they that they were them. that they were, you know, cut in half of the bandsaw and then rethreaded or whatever. Ah. Uh, that's so. that would be interesting. They'd be weaker, but you know. Yeah. But um, so he was uh, he was disqualified, but he'd won the first race of the year, so I don't think he's really worried because points are ridiculous. Oh, uh, you know, Joe Graff Jr. got disqualified in the Xfinity race. We're going to get to that, I okay, think. Okay, good. Well, well, I'll wait for that, too. Uh, Ryan Joe Pri- Graff Jr.? Yeah. Ryan Priest was in the <laughs> truck race for his first truck start of the year. Uh, he had finished fifth, but uh, he was moved up to fourth, obviously, with the Smith disqualification. So that's a good first result for that team. Uh, he had speed. Uh, I guess he was battling for the lead at one point, got caught up in the last caution. It kind of killed his run. Uh, but he did finish fourth, so that's good. Uh, again, I would have watched, but NASCAR airing it at 9 Eastern. And the fact I work Saturdays means I can't stay up long enough to finish these kinds of races. Come on, NASCAR. You can do better than that. We want to watch the races, and we don't all have night jobs or something. You know, East we're not Coast all, we're is not the all center of the people. universe. Wait, we have the biggest cities in the world, so get over here. Actually, LA. East Coast. Whatever. Center of the universe. That's where television, that's where your propaganda comes from. New York television. Thank you. Yeah, my comment was stupid. Get some. <laughs> my comment was not in. Whatever, we'll move on. Uh, so we'll move on to the Xfinity race at Vegas. Now, this one was uh, controversial to say the best and at points. So, uh, Noah Gregson, I think he led like two of the stages. Uh, yeah, he won two stages. Ty Gibbs pulled his usual shit by pulling the air off the left rear of Ryan Sieg's car, trying to pass him. Well, he he and almost wrecking him wrecked. way too early in the race. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't push him, push the air off there, he was going to hit him anyway. I don't yeah. think he was worried about hitting him or not hitting him. He knows what he's doing. He knows that if he parks his car on somebody's left rear, it takes the air off it, and he can pass him. He does it every single time. And he always does it way too early, and somebody always ends up in the wall. Last week at California, he ended up in the damn grass because he tried to side draft too aggressively too early. And it's like, dude, calm down. What are you doing? You know, Phil's, it's the way I, oh, I the way he it. does it. Yeah, I was muted. Yeah, I the was way he say. does it. The way he does it makes me think that somebody physically sat down with him and said, "This is how you pass a car." Because well, he doesn't seem to ever attempt to do it any other way. No. He's had, you know, training and all sorts of the best schooling and, and the best tutoring with the best equipment. We all know that and we all understand Yeah, that. we've already beaten the fact that he's a thoroughbred down with a... However... Like, like a dead horse. How old is he? No pun intended. I need Eight, to... 18? I need to almost play devil's advocate with this. Um, because I, I have a devil devil's advocate thing too, so go for it. Okay, you guys go ahead. You see, You're imagine wrong, being <laughs> imagine being how old is he? Don't a- care, 18? eighteen, whatever. Imagine being eighteen years old, really just a kid, really, and you have to think about number one. You have to be aggressive because 
the best thoroughbreds can always be turned down rather than turned up as far as aggressiveness goes. So you got to be aggressive to win a race. Um, so yeah. So did he kind of bully a, well, lower amount bourgeois, uh, family run team. It's not like, it's not like Ryan Sieg's family doesn't have money. They have two race cars in the Bush, in the Xfinity series. Hmm. And so, I mean, with that being said, Ty Gibbs, yeah, he has the best car in a garage. All right. Here and he learned on the best cars in any division he came up in. Yeah, that's right. I mean, still, I mean, you can't really call you can't really call Ryan Sieg a, a pauper either. Nope. You know, even though he does have less money. Anywho, with that being he is said, in the eyes of those teams. Imagine being 18 years old and having to be aggressive, yet at the same time, you have to detach, and you have to think of yourself not as a racing driver, not as a human being. But being the uh, a brand, okay. I'm getting deep with you all. I know. I'm sure. I'm, I know. I'm getting deep with you all. But imagine have being 18 years old and thinking that you're a brand. You're not a human being. You have to think about the brand, okay. The Ty Gibbs brand. You are the face of Joe Gibbs Racing. You are the face of the 54 car. You're a face of a multi-million dollar conglomerate of Monster Energy drink. Okay, so you have to not only think about all of that all at once, but you have to say the right things and and, and apologize and say the right things. And it, 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 it's just too much. I have a question. That's a lot to go through as an eighteen-year-old kid. I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, what psalm in the Bible forgives wrecking people? Huh? Because he said he's he, he gets out of the car in victory lane. Spoiler <laughs> alert: he won, and he said, "All glory to God" and all this other stuff. And I'm like, "Well, which one do you cite when you wreck people?" Because he does that a lot, right? It's like, and why why weren't the first words out of his mouth? You know, I'm really sorry about that. That's part of the brand, and you have to think about. It. And he's trying to nothing juggle. against Christianity because I am one, but I know, and it's easy to use Christianity as. Uh, as a crutch, as a well, as a crutch, or as a, I would say just a way to in general. a way to explain your behavior or whatever. But uh, works with a lot of different religions. Relate to other people, right? Uh, you know, no blasphemy at all. But no, uh, I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is, is that that's a lot for an 18 year old kid to juggle for, and I almost, almost feel sorry for him. Almost. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I almost because. When you do that, you're in touch with a lot of older people, and you don't even have a childhood, man. Phil, do you have a rebuttal? You're not a child. You don't ever have a childhood, and so, you can't even be a kid, I don't man. think this is Michael Jackson syndrome. The guy it doesn't have to work of- for a living. He's not, working f- he's not working for a living. He's playing race cars, which is what we all did as kids. And trust me, if we had go-karts, we wouldn't all Michael be Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was singing and dancing. You called yeah, that but- he was forced to, or else so they would have buried him under this. his dad's house. Jermaine Ty Gibbs' him. job is racing. <laughs> That's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. But what I'll say is, and I'll kind of add on to Jesse, I, I agree with him mostly, but 
I will use an example. And there's a race car driver currently in the Cup Series that I absolutely freaking love, have more respect for his ability than most in that series. And at one point, I absolutely hated him, wished he would never get in another race car again because I thought he was a fucking hack driving through everybody at the Battle of the Beach. Kyle Larson. Once you rein that talent in, and you can focus it to where it needs to be and really show him this is how you need to do it, that kid is going to be the next Jimmy Johnson. All right, now, I'll, I'll give you the that. The problem is going to be you have to get him to the point where Kyle Larson is now. And I think that's going to be a tougher road for him than it is Kyle Larson because Kyle had humble beginnings, kind of came up through the local dirt track shit like micro sprints or whatever and a wheel kind of earned his He's yeah, a wheel he man. earned his way there ty yeah. is a silver spoon much like a joey logano he's propped Agreed. up on this pedestal and it's all the money in the world is behind him he's always going to have everything he ever needs and he never had to earn it like that's Kyle a did. tough thing and to overcome isn't it I think that's where the difference between those is going to be. And it's going to be interesting to me to see in the next five years if Ty can get past where he is right now because there's no denying he's wicked fast. The kid can drive a race car. He's, he's been, been trained to drive a race car. He's been trained very well. He has zero race craft. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it'll come with experience, but um, I agree. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Phil with that too. He's got to get on with it though, because uh, he's not making the friends. hard part. Is going to be as an eighteen-year-old kid is to be relatable to the race fan. That's well, and that's, that's also happen. why I said five years because <laughs> difficult for him. Kyle Larson in America. Kyle Larson came into the Battle of the Beach. I think he was twenty-two. So he got a much later start in this than Ty did. Yeah. Kyle had more time to mature, and he hit that maturity level much quicker because he was already there. Ty has some more years to go. Correct. Uh, now, obviously, I am not a fan of this kid, and I was really hoping Ryan Sieg would just walk over and punch him in his mouth so that he had to oh run God, the rest of the race great. with a bloody lip. Now, there's bearded butterbean right next to him, so I don't think that uh, oh, little his... Ryan Sieg was going to be there. Well, if you his just kind of if you just, just kind of if you just kind of soft talk to him like, you know, just kind of one hand it and then you just sock him when he's not, you know, paying attention, you can get a good one in. Yeah, but you know something. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to lose. You're he looks out. like the type of kid that would that would get hit like that and then be a little bitch about it and then have like a restraining order to, or to him. against him and sue him. Yeah, I guess you're right. That it's is like, where's yeah. your testosterone? That's not I good. I guess so. But we'll see how he does in the future. But right now, I don't like him. It's all don't about care. this. He... Win whiskey in the November. Get you to the sun and that birth. Yep. <laughs> whiskey. Yeah, November. Win. win, win at all cost. Yep. So uh, he apologized to Sieg in victory lane, but we all know it was hollow. He knows what he's doing. Uh, um, apology doesn't fix Rex race cars. Nope, know, sure and, as hell doesn't. And you know something? Uh, Ryan Sieg, dude, you could do better than that. That was a if really gonna... shit attempt at getting him back. Come on. Were you trying to get at, him at back? At least Danica, when she tried to wreck someone and wrecked herself, she did get the other car at least. Yeah, at least she got the other one. I mean, if 
Were you trying to send him a message, or were you, were you trying to wreck him? I don't know what it was. Me Run him up into the wall? Because he ended up taking himself him. out. You got to wait for him to at least get you know next to you, or even a little bit by you, so that you can drive into him. But you can't do it from behind. Come on. Go Leroy Jenkins and just turn right. Yep. Yeah, just I was going to say, that's what I would have done. The car's wrecked point. anyway, so fudge it. Yep. Get so. some, man. Oh, by the way. What is that weak sauce, man? Yeah, that weak was- sauce. Couldn't couldn't swing and then took a swing on the track and missed completely. You need some fighting lessons, kid. All right. Um, Get some. By Come the on, way, do you remember what we were talking about when we uh, mentioned Joe Graf Jr. needing to step up his performance after Cole Custer won in that exact same race car last week? Uh, Woo! That was bad. Judgment's out. That was not a good run. Anybody uh, who actually thinks that kid is a good race car driver is fucking delusional. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Absolutely Holy shit, delusional. is he a shit show dumpster fire? Jeez, that guy was bad. I think he wrecked like four other race cars, including himself, and got kicked out or something and finished near like 30th after being non-competitive like all day. So, yeah. That car won last week. <laughs> Sorry. It just did. It, uh, yeah, physically, uh, that car. Physically, that exact same car I won mean, last week it with no modifications. That's not that much different. No, <laughs> it literally won it's the exact not same that car. That much different than Las Vegas. So, bro, seriously, no, that was poor, but not unexpected. So, all right, why don't no, we? No, we we definitely called that one ahead of time. No, we did. So let's move into the Vegas Cup race, and it's it's a lot more fun to talk about these because of the new car. Um, I'm gonna go make Fifi because I'm because you guys are gonna agree with everything I say. That's fair. All right, so it was just another action-packed race, and I really, you know what, at NASCAR, I give them a lot of shit on here, but this new car, outstanding. It, it's outstanding racing. I'm loving Home it. Run. I mean, they were. All sorts of cars spinning out, crashing, running into each other, etc. But what really stood out to me was that these cars can actually run side by side and not take the air off each other and not like race like garbage or have the stupid bubble or any of that nonsense. You can actually race runs. You can pass. Yeah, and like I saw Ryan Blaney crowd a guy like late in the race, and they were like, well, before he got wrecked. Right down, down on his door. He was on his door in the middle of the corner. The old car, that thing was in the fence because it took all the air off it. This car, nah, it's good. They just ran through the corner. I'm like, this is great. I can actually watch racing again. Fantastic. Did you watch the in-cars of how hard these guys are driving these cars? Oh, they got to wheel the piss out of them. Oh, God, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, they they are elbows out. It's like watching 2006 Cup Cars. Yeah, it's fantastic. These old cars were the the best racing wise. I gotta shut this door. Hang on. Didn't work. All right, we'll keep Fail. going. Something got in the way of the door. It won't shut. All right. So, um, what I am concerned of is Daniel Suarez said his hit was he said like one of the hardest hits he'd ever taken, and I'm like, wow, that really wasn't that bad either. I mean, it was, but it was, geez, it didn't look that bad. But it said it was hard enough to knock the wind out of him. Uh. We, I mean, I think these cars, front and rear, are, in fact, a little too stiff. I'll just say it. I think that they are. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they're easier to fix, yeah, but 
they're a much more stiff car, I think. I think... I don't mind the so center have, section being stiff, but the front yeah. and rear really can't be this stiff. I think they got to soften it up just a little bit to take a little more impact. I think they need to take some of the bracing out of the bumpers. If they can get those aluminum bumpers that Kirky's making to collapse a little more, I think that'll help a substantial amount. Yeah, because with the just, older cars, they had much softer bumpers because there was less material yeah. back there. And they had the, the frames would fold up a little bit easier as well, front and rear. But now they got really beefy bumpers. I don't know what the what the uh, front and rear uh, clips are kind of made. I know I've seen it, but I don't know how strong they are. But these cars just don't they don't fold up like they used to, and they look like they're harder hit. So I'm just a little concerned. I mean, it's I don't the, know if the it's bumpers a big look like not, they hang off the clips a little further than the old ones did. So it looks like they have built in more crash like crumple zone, but the the bumpers just they're way too rigid still. Yeah, it's it's a little tough. And then we were talking about it before. Eric Jones hit the wall late, kept crashing literally all the way down the front stretch without a yellow. I could tell his front brakes were gone because the front wheel was broken, and when he hit the brakes, yeah. the rears locked up and the thing spun up the racetrack on him. I don't think he expected that at all. Probably didn't have any steering either to stop the thing. Um, like I said, Nick, NASCAR just needs some consistency on that. If they were going to throw a yellow, throw a yellow right away. Don't wait on it. I mean, the, the guy hit the wall were, hard. He hit hard. Oh, he too, did. Yeah. He absolutely did. But Which, I think NASCAR was like, "Oh, he's on the bottom. He's still moving. Let's keep it green and see if they can get through." Now they were thinking about out. the end of the race. They're yeah. thinking yeah. about how it was going to play out. There don't might have been debris as well. I don't know. We'd have to go back you know, and look. That's, but... that's garbage. I mean, hell, they had a debris. You know, I mean, remember when the uh, in the Xfinity? I don't think we've had the, any debris cautions yet this year, have we? Mm-mm. No, but they should have in the Xfinity race. I mean, oh yeah, homeboy runs underneath. Uh, what was it? The uh, uh the one where uh, the thirty four car spun and then oh, Wooji spun and everybody piled and then in. and then everyone else had oh, nowhere Uji to spun. Shocker. And then everyone had nowhere to go. I can't remember the guy. Ryan Vargas, the guy drove oh, yeah. underneath. Vargas oh, went, oh, and then yeah. the air cleaner. Yeah, found that thing- itself on somebody's car. Somebody else picked up an air cleaner. Was somewhere. it Joe Graff Jr.? Because it, it was yeah. probably Joe Graff Jr. I think he started that. And I'm like, how could you not find that big shiny thing and not pick it up? <laughs> That's right. That's it, an enormous piece. What's the and chances it got lodged up underneath a car and then came loose? I mean, it could happen. Those a lot Xfinity of stuff cars are wide open underneath. They're not like the cup cars where they're panned underneath. Yeah, they got all sorts of stuff to hang up on in there. I mean, I'm sorry, but clean the damn track like they got wedged into somebody's the exhaust got clean or something. something going on here and if you're and if you're the yeah, 07 like if it was right away that he picked him up why don't you come down and pick it and get rid of it i don't know just don't, but bubble know. bubble wallace stupid. i don't know what was going on there but bubble wallace barely missed him absolutely oh, barely that missed was, him i'm sorry that, that was shades of jeff fuller and jason leffler at kentucky God almighty, that could have got ugly. That could have got real bad real Ugh. quick. I mean, that, that's NASCAR's fault. Kip Childress, doesn't he run the, drive the race car, or pace car, I mean? Yeah, he almost got He almost hammered. got killed. <laughs> he started pulling out as Bubba's spinning, and he's like, oh, shit. Bubba, Bubba him missed up. him and caught the inside tire barrier, and it ruined his day. He had a decent day going. They were top 15 all day. So well, it's like, and he was moving forward, too. was but. him going way too fast with a flat tire. mm yeah, that happened too. I mean, it's still not his fault. It's NASCAR's nah, I mean, fault. They should have thrown that yellow. Yeah. Um, nah. 
Ross Chastain, yep. he was strong all day. He had a Those shot to win this thing. Those cars are fast. They are it, good. Again, all of the RCR-related cars had speed. Yeah. Uh, he was strong all day until that second-to-last yeah, pit did. stop, the last real major pit stop there before the end. Um, he was strong until that last one, and he started to fall off pretty bad because yeah. the Gibbs teammates, Kyle Busch, who had spun earlier, by the way, and he wasn't a backup car because he crashed in practice on his own. Probably lost a tire, but whatever. He lost a tire. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of – it's going to be a very interesting season if the RCR cars – take adequate notes and have proper communication they could become a new powerhouse alliance they could almost be a top like a a new top tier team up there with the hendrix and the the gibbs and the penskis i agree how cool would it be to see richard childress racing win another championship that would be cool if they came back into prominence yeah i wouldn't be angry with that it would be very good for nascar too you would trigger half of the South, though, if the three-car won a championship. Oh, who gives a shit? They lost already, so get over it. Um, With the way the current NASCAR <laughs> is, it's not a meritocracy. We all know that money talks, and it's all, uh, you know, uh, what is that? The, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, oh, I, it's a political term. Oh Holy no, no, no! I forget what it is. <laughs> nepotism. We know ah. it's. We know it's nepotism cup. Ah, yes. So. If the three car won a championship, I wouldn't be upset. I don't care. It would be I, fine. I, it wouldn't. Uh, it would. It would. Ever would, since, <laughs> ever since any type of playoff format has existed, no, no, nobody who's won the championship. But the three car won the really championship been, with with. I don't Richard Childers' grandson winning it. It wouldn't mean a difference to me at all. But considering how everybody else is in the garage, I don't care. Whatever. That'd be fine. So anyway, go get some. Um, late. It was. He's not hateable. He's Lit- not a douche. Yeah, so fine. whatever. Kyle Busch and uh, teammate uh, Farton Truex Jr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took off late. Chastain was running with them before that final pit stop, and just kind of fell off a little after that. But they were by- battling it out for the lead. It was gonna, the race was gonna be settled between them, no, no matter what. And then the Jones and Wallace caution came out. And, yeah, I um, think I think Truex did a smart thing lining up behind Kyle after that. When once he got there and got past Ross and just pushing Kyle as far away from Ross as he could before they started to battle for it. Um. Anyway, that late caution. Team Hendrick used pit strategy to take the lead with uh, Bowman and Larson and uh, twenty four car there. Uh, what's his face? William Wonderbread Byron. Oh yes, him. The Wonderbread. So I think they all yes. took two tires and took up the top three, and it was a green-white checker. And I'm like, this is genius. If they race side by side, they're just going to settle it amongst themselves because there's no usable line. And that's exactly what they did. They were side by side between Dude, Bowman and Larson that all was the, the way whole around. Ra- that was the whole race, though, was side by side. Yeah. Did you guys go do that when I made a pee-pee? What's that? that how, the quality of racing? Uh, Yeah, we did, actually. We, met, we mentioned the quality of racing. It was fantastic. I mean, it's rare... For me to really, I, I always want to be a contrarian douchebag talking about NASCAR, but I really enjoyed the racing. I, I just really did. I haven't not liked a second of this. Like, <laughs> make me feel funny. 
Perfect. From yeah. from the clash all the way through, I've just been excited to watch the next lap. It's actually like, been really good. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I can't wait for Phoenix. I fucking hate Phoenix. I it's used a to boring like, track. I used to like Phoenix. Yeah, I liked Phoenix. I, I used to before they ruined it, but that's a whole different argument. Yeah, back when they had yeah. a giant, you know, open backstretch wall with grass and with field. grass. Yeah, that was nice. I like I I like yeah. that Phoenix. But anyway, they they were able to steal the win away from Gibbs. Bowman got the better of uh, Larson's run. Larson kind of had to lift late because he got a little squirrely. Got a little tight. And, yeah, he got a little too tight. A little tight. Everybody got tight. But Bowman beat yeah, Larson to guy. the line to win, and that was where the whole backing into the thing, you know, know. argument I came mean, from and nonsense. How many races can you possibly back into? He's had so many wins, actually. He's like Mark Martin. He's quietly asserting his dominance into the sport a little bit. Yeah, and everyone he just seems to fly under the radar. Again, the kid won four races last year. There's people that saying that he was the worst four time winner last year. <laughs> that should have been the hell a, that's can the you best not oxymoron. Like, I'm like that's that's the worst thing you could <laughs> say. I mean, he's not hateable. He yeah. seems like a really good shoe. I mean, he he had that uh, year in the Xfinity race. Remember, Phil. Where he didn't even race the whole year long, and then he ran that one race, and he came off the couch and he won the race. Yeah, right. I mean, the kid's good. He ran shit forever, ain't that bad, man. and waited for his opportunity, kind of like what Ryan Priest did, and hopefully will end up doing. Uh, I think Ryan will be in that ten next he's year. He's quiet. Sure. He's politically so. correct. He's, he's the very... new Mark Martin. I mean, look, Jimmy Johnson couldn't win without a sponsorship. Him. The kid goes out and wins four races for that sponsor. He's a good team player to keep sponsors on the team. And it's funny because he's one of the very few teams that has the same exact sponsor the whole year round. Yeah. I think the only other one is Denny Hamlin with FedEx. And he has a great so. personality yeah. for the Denny sport, Denny might too. change it up once or twice, though. I think he did last year. But maybe pretty much overall, you're Short right. Clips once in a while. Yeah, once in a while, but that's my big I mean, he's thing, so. boring like Mark Martin. Not Milk lately. Toast. Denny's feisty. No, not oh, Denny. Oh, not Denny. Okay, no, I was going to no. say. He's Alex Bowman's Instagram stories are pretty fun. I don't. I'm sorry. Jesse doesn't Insta. I I don't do. I I do. I barely do Facebook, and I definitely do Gab, which everyone should do. Right. But whatever. All right. So next race is what? Phoenix, right? They're going to do like yep. more West Coast stuff? All Phoenix right. and then Atlanta Super Speedway. <laughs> yeah. The new, yeah, the new Atlanta. The new Atlanta. I'm interested yeah. to see that. I, I'm really intrigued uh, to see how all the series race there, not just Cup. Well, we'll see Agreed. in two weeks, I guess. All I, right, I so. kind of do hope Cup turns into a smaller restrictor plate race because it could be really, really high energy and intense. Atlanta used to be fun, but I don't know. We'll see. The later, I mean, the later cars. The later, as soon as the asphalt started breaking up a little bit, it got a little bit stringy, but. I mean, it's not too bad. I still liked it. Nah. When it was fast, it was a lot of fun. But it's still fun. But I always hated uh, Atlanta after they really changed it to the dog leg. I'm sorry. I, I did like original Atlanta more. I'll be fair. Yep. I agree. Yeah, that was the best Atlanta. That sorry. was the best Most Atlanta. It's still there. All they got to do is straighten it down pit road. I'm sorry. I'm texting my mother because she's um, worried that something is outside her house. And I'm like, get the gun. But I guess it's something that I did making noise outside. <laughs> Whoops. Good job. Sorry, Mom. I stood up a couple sheets of aluminum because they were in my way, and now they're making noise and freaking out my mom. So, yeah. Today, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and they fell over and caused a big noise on her. And I'm like, well, get the gun anyway. <laughs> Shoot at something. Uh, <laughs> we have loads of guns. Get uh, Pick one. Pick one and go kill someone. God. All right. So anyway, I got to end this show off with uh, some Formula One news. And I think Jesse doesn't care, so I'll just do this anyway. Oh, for fuck's um, sake. Really? It's not a race. It's just news. No I mean, one cares. I know we're about an hour and a half into this thing anyway, but... F1 officials have announced that they have terminated the contract with Russia to hold the Russian Grand Prix, removing the race from the schedule indefinitely with the whole uh, conflict with Ukraine going on. Uh, also, why? Ukraine's not invading Russia, so why? who cares what the race is held? <laughs> I don't think they want to be bombed <laughs> while racing. That's what I mean. It's not, not the be... Ukrainian Grand Prix. It's the Russian Grand Prix. Not very good. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so they did that, and then um, Haas dumped Makita Mazapan and their sponsor from their car. I have a question. Go ahead. When China invades Taiwan, are you going to see cancel culture go against China? No, of course not. Of course not. You know why? Because they're because Taiwanese people aren't white, and leftists hate uh, anybody. They really don't care about <laughs> anybody unless they're white people, because leftists are racist fair enough um let's see oh so i have a question yes go ahead. real quick so if haas needs a driver what about ryan priest oh but he's a NASCAR he's the reserve man. driver but he's a nascar why right? not ryan priest did they specify <laughs> now who did they say so they were fair, gonna get he's not gonna bring 50 million dollars in sponsorship to run, to run that car like nikita mazapin's dad who's like putin's Drinking buddy or something. I don't know. Hey, can you imagine a team? United Rentals over there. Ukraine's going to be needing them. Can you imagine a team go to build, rebuild the place? Yeah. No, this is not politically correct. I don't want fifty million dollars. Go ahead. Yeah, your fifty million dollars. Not good here. Not good here. Oh boy. So uh, ain't that something? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Fu money is in a full it, effect. It would Whoa. be hilarious though if Ryan Free said that up in a. I mean, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm here. It's, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Obviously, that is a never going to happen thing. No, but, but it's funny. Get on the simulator. <laughs> let's go. He got the he's same probably time. sitting You're at home on iRacing. He's like, put me in, coach. Now. You can just pay me what you're paying me already. Send me all over the place. Yeah, come on. I just want my own trailer, so I don't have to sleep. That'd in be hotel so rooms. cool for him. All right, so anyway, uh, Max Verstappen signed a five-year deal with the Red Bull team. Yeah, but who are they going to put in the Haas car? Wasn't it some Fittipaldi it was some, kid? They said they might test Fittipaldi. I'm not sure. Yeah, and which it's not, one? It's I not Christian because he's too old now, I think. It's the other Fittipaldi kid. Who is that? I don't even know. There's Fittipaldis all over the place. Um, I didn't look into it. I just saw that it was kind of a rumor, so I didn't really go any further than that. Uh, but anyway, Max Verstappen signed a freaking huge contract. I mean... He, as a race car driver, signed a five-year deal with Red Bull at supposedly $300 million. That's fucking huge. For a five-year deal to make $300 million? Nearly $50 million a season, and that equates to somewhere around, don't quote me on this, $2.5 million per race. Per race. His new contract. His Fuck you, money. You want to hear even more F you money? His new contract is said to be on par with seven time champion Lewis Hamilton, who supposedly makes around $54 million per season. That's nuts. Woo, that's some money. <laughs> Jesse's looking for something. I don't know what I would do with a million dollars a year. 
Oh, I would be so happy. My goalpost is much closer than his, though, I guess. I, I don't have to buy a house in uh, Saint-Tropez, or not even that. That's probably low-key to them. Um, what's that place they race? I'd buy Monaco. A, there we go. I'd buy if I had one million dollars, I would buy one million dollars full of weapons and tanks and armored vehicles. <laughs> Wouldn't and get an you army. too far. Let's be fair. Well, no, that's fine, but enough to get the to the Federal Reserve, and then I make it one hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the plot of a Die Hard movie? Isn't that Die Hard with a Vengeance? I don't know what. The, Where they took dump trucks and that guy yeah, they, yeah, went underground did. at the New York Reserve. All right, moving on. All right, so we got to close this thing out. This is way too long. All right, so you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find it on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast. Where's the chat? Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast. My apologies to the YouTube audience. We're still not on there right now. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brent Gleason01. And you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Brent Gleason. I just posted a video of my road trip down to North Carolina. It was pretty fun. Uh, you can find Phil at at PJX Racing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can find Jesse. You can find Jesse on Gab or something. I guess under a rock. Under a rock somewhere. I guess in a brown truck. Uh, you can find me on whatever Pokemon video games he finds, which he is going to say the end here. Boy, I know you're eating something, but you can spit this one out. How do we end the show? Keep the nurse and don't want to stay on the fence. And his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Sachin Snipples. Oh, don't do that again, oh, damn no, it. Oh, boy. Sachin Snipples. Get him away stop. from me. Get him out of here. Sachin Snipples. No, 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 we don't say that. Sachin. No. <laughs> oh, good for you. And how was it? <laughs> we had... Get him out of here, damn it. Get him Get him out of here. I'm trying to end the show. So by the way, any This is their plan, people. These are demons. So by the way, we had to explain to him that uh, cow udders are not called sausage nipples. But they do, it does make sense now, right? Alright, so anyway, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it.